Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors YouTube channel, and I invest in the future. Uh, some of you know that I've done a, a video, I do it basically every Tuesday now, on my plans and my efforts to become a billionaire. And what I'm trying to do is to disrupt an industry. Um, the first element of that disruption was uh, targeting the nonprofit industry. Then I have found, uh, as I have approached that, that there's another industry, um, the entertainment industry, that also needs some disruption. And we've seen that AT&T has bought out Ty um, Warner, and now they're merging with some other people because they believe that, that uh, network TV is going into the past and streaming is the part of it. And so, in fact, on today's um, news, they're saying, yeah, network TV is going to disappear from as we know it today. So with that in mind, I think that you as an investor should be thinking the same way that they are in the executive suites of these major companies. And I want to use Apple as an example. Let's assume that today the executives of Apple are meeting and they're sitting around their table. What do you think they're talking about? Do you think they're talking about their past earnings or uh, what's happened? What's the stock price today? I don't think so. I think what they're talking about is tomorrow, is about the future, is about not 2021, but instead 2025 or 2023 or 2030. That's what they're talking about. And you as an investor... I think, need to be thinking the same way they are and not be worried about what's happening today. Now, if you're a day trader, this isn't for you. If you're a swing trader, this isn't for you. But if you're an investor, and what I mean by that is someone who wants to take their hard-earned money and potentially grow it by share giving some of it to some of the best thinkers in the world, the, the, the Tim Cooks, the, the Mark Zuckerbergs, the Elon Musk, because truly that's what you're doing when you invest. When you trade, you're doing something entirely different. But when you invest, you're saying, here, Mark, here, here Jeff, here, Tim, take my $100 and let me buy into your future. And that's how I think investing should be done because the reality is we can't compete on a day-to-day -day basis. We don't have quantum computers. We don't have Wharton School of Business degrees. And we're not on a bonus system that says trade every millisecond to get a penny more or three cents more to make our bonuses. That's not our game. So let's don't play it. Let's invest in the future. And that's what I want to talk to you about in this video. So that I did a video, I guess it was yes, Tuesday, Monday, about back to the future and how you would invest if you went back to, to uh, March 23rd, 2020, and how with hindsight you might invest very differently. Now I want to talk about here we are today,
what's going to happen in three years and where should we invest to take advantage of it. Okay, stick with me. That's where we're going. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. All right. Here we go. Uh, so what is Tim Cook talking about? Now, I don't know. I He didn't invite me to the meeting, and I don't have a bug in the meeting. But I'm going to speculate, because Tim Cook shared something with Jim Cramer, and we were able to eavesdrop back in uh, January, I believe it was, of 2019, when, when he asked Jim to project into the future and look back, kind of a back to the future thing, if you think about it, and what what is Apple's most biggest contribution as you look back from 2030 to today? And Jim said, well, I suppose the, the iPhone. And, and Tim said, no, no, it's going to be the difference we made in healthcare. Okay, so that gives us a clue as to what Tim and his executive board are talking about today on the executive suite. And so I'm going to fabricate as to what I think the conversation is about. I believe they've made a a collaboration with Nike. Yeah, I think they made a collaboration with Nike. And I think they have created the smart shoe. Yeah, it's it's a shoe that has a chip in it. And every day that shoe measures your weight, of course, from that chip, but it also sends a electron, uh, something up through your heel, up through your bones, up through your body, and it measures all the vital statistics of your body, such as um, water content, uh, such as bone mass, such as muscle mass, and it, it measures it on a daily basis. It even measures your protein and, and uh, your glucose, and it measures all of this, and it then sends that to your watch. And if there's an emergency and something you immediately need to do, do your Apple Watch tells you. It also then sends it to your iPhone. And it records and creates a graph of all those uh, dynamics. And then your iPhone sends it into the cloud. And in the cloud, your data is, is measured against your past data. And it's compared against millions of other people's data to give us, and, and artificial intelligence is injected into it. And it gives us a predictive ability of what the probability is going to happen next. Whether it's Alzheimer's, well, whether it's Parkinson's, whether it's cancer, whatever. It's gathering that data. That's what I think Tim and his staff are talking about in the executive suite today. I don't think they're talking about the stock price. I don't think... I don't think they have CNBC on, and I don't think they have have a ticker showing Apple's stock price. I don't think they're doing that. And I don't think you should be either. 
I think you should be listening in to what is Tim thinking about. So how do you how do you gain entry into Tim Cook's executive suite? How do you gain entry into Mark Zuckerberg's executive suite or Google's or Elon Musk or or Jeff Bezos? How do you gain entrance to figure out what they're talking about? You don't. They aren't going to invite you. So don't ask for an invitation. But I think if you'll pay attention, you can figure it out. So how do you figure it out? Well, you look at the things, the events that are happening in our life to get a clue. And I think those events, if you stay in the healthcare field, like I'm talking about, are the virus. The virus has created a this can never happen again moment. Add to that the aging population, demographics. Uh, 79 million baby boomers are right now between the age of 55 and 75. Their lives are changing as their lives are, and they own most of the money. As their lives change, much like Tim is trying to, you can predict what they're going to do and then position yourself to take advantage of it. What about uh, genome sequencing? In, in Time Magazine this week, number one uh, store company to watch is Illumina. What is Illumina? Look in my portfolio, genome sequencing. You also find another one, Pacific Biotech. You also will learn about Bingo. Bingo is probably going to be bought by genomes, by, um, by uh, Illumina. So now you're not looking into the past, you're looking into the future. You're in the boardroom with Tim and his group. Again, I beat this drum hard, CRISPR. CRISPR-9, multiple therapeutic companies trying to figure out how to introduce it to our bodies to take disease out. Do you think that that might be a topic of conversation in Apple's meeting executive suite today? Yeah, I do. I do think that's something they're talking about. What else might they be talking about? I I think they're probably talking about cybersecurity because they're asking the question, are we vulnerable, vulnerable, like the colonial pipeline? Is there something they could hack us to, to shut us down? Are we, are, are we vulnerable? Have we been hacked? Well, I don't know. Let's ask our cybersecurity people. I need to be thinking like they are. How, who is going? I think it's Palantir. I hold Palantir. I'm going to continue. I'm going to p- put on my watch list anything else that I see relative to cybersecurity, because that was another one of those, this can never happen again moments. And, and, and they change the world. They change the investment world. It doesn't matter what interest rates are. It doesn't matter what inflation is. The virus and cybersecurity or two, this can't happen again moments. These are the subjects they're talking about in the executive suite. Let's talk about supply chain. 
Tim is talking about, we got to develop our own chip. We can't depend on Taiwan anymore. We have to have that. Do you think that's something they're talking about? You bet it is. Are they talking about today's stock price? No. Are they talking about interest rates? No. They're talking about the future, and that's where you should be thinking. Supply chain, 3D printing. Huh, is that a subject that they're talking about? Possibly. How about robotics? Let's go back to that dem demographics. The aging population. We can see it in Japan right now. The age is high. They don't have any children or, or grandchildren to take care of the elderly. So they're inventing robots to pick up large objects for their aging population, to sit in their homes with them and keep them company, who aren't going to rob them. The robot isn't going to rob them. That might. So that's what they're talking about. I know they're talking about it in Jeff Bezos's executive suite because they're building these enormous distribution centers and they need robots to move the objects around. We got one coming over here, going to have 6,000 employees, three shifts a day, plus another thousand robots who work 24 hours a day, don't require vacation or sick leave, don't require a 401k. So robotics, that might be a subject. I don't know if it's going to be in the Apple boardroom, but I know it's in, it's what Jeff and his executive staff are talking about. And then cryptocurrency. Do you think they're talking about that? I know they are. I know Tim has a, on his agenda, item number five, cryptocurrency. Why? Because he wants to create a digital wallet. He's already, he's already introduced it once. Hasn't gotten it, hasn't sold you on it. They know it's a, it's already taking hold in, in China. They can see it working with Tencent. So how do they bring that into their element? Does that have anything to do with interest rates? No, it's the future. And that's what they're investing in. They're not investing in today. They're not, they're investing in the future. What the difference is, much like in my movie, Back to the Future, I, Michael J. Fox went back from, what was it? 85 to 55 to get a big enough change. He, if you saw it, he did a Chuck Berry thing with an electric guitar and everybody mind blew. What is that? They had to go back 30 years. You won't have to go back 30 years to get this kind of relevant change in the future. It's coming that fast. You'll only have to go to 2025, four years to see such an enormous change. What are some of the other ones? Electric vehicles? No, no. Not electric vehicles. They're not talking about electric vehicles in the boardroom. They're talking about autonomous vehicles. There is no money in the auto industry. You should know that. Look at the prices of Ford and General Motors. Are they $3,000 a share? No. They just went bankrupt a few years ago because they can't make any money selling vehicles. Do you think they'll make that much more money selling electric vehicles as opposed to 
uh, uh, internal combustion vehicles? No. The competition is the same. The future in the vehicle business is in the autonomous vehicle when you don't buy vehicles. No. You're just going to push your phone and Uber will deliver one, whichever one you want, and you won't own a vehicle. I don't. I got $200,000 worth of depreciating assets out in my garage that I have to spend somewhere in the neighborhood of $12,000 a year maintaining, licensing, and, 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 keep, and, and fuel. Why do I want that? I don't. So I don't. So I'm not investing in electric vehicles. I'm investing in the people who are collecting the data for the autonomous vehicle. Is that something that Tim in his boardroom is going to be talking about? Yeah. Yeah. They got a lot of data. They know they can put that data to use in an autonomous vehicle. And then let's get to the big one. I've saved the biggest one in, t t for the last, and that's big data. That's big data and artificial intelligence. This is item number one on Tim's meeting. How are we going to use the data that we have, that we've been collecting since 1997, and then how are we going to integrate that with the data that 5G is going to bring us with the internet of everything, and how are we going to build profits into that? That's the big one. And that's where you want to own Apple, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Facebook, and Tesla. These are the people who have the data that's going to key into our healthcare, our supply chain, um, our cybersecurity, and our cryptocurrency. These are the these are all going to be fed by big data. So, do I invest based on what the market's doing today? No, I don't care. I want to take my money that I work hard for, that I make a video every day for, and I want to give it to Tim Cook. I want to give it to Google. I want to give it to Facebook. I want to, I want to own part of these companies that are going to take me into the future. Now, do I also want to speculate on some genome sequencing companies, the companies that I think are going to be the fangs of the future. And when I say the future, I'm only talking five years, not 30 years like Michael J. Fox was talking about. I'm talking five years. Yeah, that's what I want to invest in. I want to be in the volunteers. I want to be in, 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 in the crispers. I want to be in the edits. I want to be in the, you know them. You, you, they're in my portfolio. Just go to bestofusinvestors.com, register, get, uh, go to our Discord, and and look at my portfolio. You you can see it. I I post it every day. Um, not been doing real well the last sixty days, but I'm in the right place. I'm where Tim and Mark and Jeff and all the big. The, the, the people who are going to control your world, where they're investing their money. I'm also invested in real estate because I recognize there are 79 million baby boomers who are downsizing or selling their houses when they pass away 
And there's about a little bit more of the millennials who are looking for their first homes. So real estate is another place that I invest. I'm not concerned. I'm not a day trader. If you are, I'm surprised you made it this far into this video. If you're a swing trader, okay, I might be able to present you some value. But who I'm really talking to are the investors of the community. The other thing I want to share with you, and it's going to be interjected. If you don't like it, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to disrupt a couple of industries. I have come across, uh, as I said, the, 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 the entrance into it was my recognition that, that uh, the nonprofit industry, particularly the, the cancer industry, is ripping us off. Um, American Cancer Society. Yeah, you, you, 10 cents on your dollar actually makes it to making people comfortable while they take chemotherapy. They, they spend little or nothing on, on looking into finding a cure. Because if they find a cure, they don't have a business. If there is no cancer, what's the American Cancer Society do? Well, it wasn't a problem for the March of Dimes. They raise money for polio. How many cases of polio were there last year in the United States? None. How many cases of polio were there in the world last year? Let me do that. Seven. Seven. They were all in Pakistan. But when the, the, when the cashier at, at the supermarket asks you, would you like to give your change? round up to the even dollar and give your change to the March of Dimes? You said yes. You said yes. Yeah, well, good luck with that one. No, I want to disrupt that industry. I want to put them out of business. I want your dollars. If you invest in my charity, if that you, know, you can do that by just clicking down there uh, and say join, or going to uh, the link in the to the um, in, in the description to invest in my children's hospital campaign, then your dollars, dollar for dollars, going where you're asking it. Does that sound better than 10 cents on the dollar? These are the things I want to bring to you. I want to share my knowledge, share my experience, and do three things. Make you a better investor. Make you make better investment decisions. Two, I want to teach you how to keep more of what you make by understanding our tax code. And then I want you to set a goal to build family wealth so that you can make a difference in this world, so that you can be the person that your great-great-grandchildren look up and say, boy, I'm glad Carrie helped us out by building family wealth and creating knowledge that we can leverage in to make our lives better. So, okay. I really enjoy doing this. People ask me, how do you do that every day? It's not that difficult. You just create a discipline. Talk to you tomorrow.